Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplify. This is Ken Roshan live in Washington, D.C. And I am flying solo today. In three years, I don't even recall a show that I did solo. I've always had a wingman, a co-host, a producer uh, with me to help with the introduction. So, God, please help me do all the pronunciations correct. I have uh, just been uh, through a great weekend of doing post-processing of all these amazing events. Uh, the one that I just did Friday, which was really impressive, was Mema Karma's uh, tr- it was manifest transformation. It was honoring unicorns. The unicorn is kind of the new word for someone that doesn't normally, uh, doesn't have really an identity because they're creating new things in the world. It's kind of a power of one expression. So that was super exciting to be there. And then, of course, uh, we flew in from San Diego where Mr. Manny Lopez had his event, Servex. And Servex is such a cool um, medium for attracting people that want to take care of philanthropy, take care of the future of the youth. And he attracted some really, really cool kids. And if you follow, if you go to Servex or Facebook and look up some of the photos and key in specifically to the kids, you will see that at their very young age, they are doing so much to be future leaders. They're really making a difference in world hunger. They're certainly supporting Manny's vision of turning orphans into entrepreneurs. So extremely exciting. I think we have our first uh, guest, Karen Stone. So we'll bring Karen Stone on. She has spent the last 30 years being a workshop leader and keynote speaker and has published children's emotional intelligence programs, preschool, high school, that are research-based and have been uh, piloted. Her focus is now totally on early childhood as brain research has stipulates that the emotional brain is developing the fastest between birth and six with EQ skills being critical for social and emotional listening as they are not innate. Karen published her story and life's purpose in 2017 entitled, Is Your Child's World Emotionally Safe? Book and Kindle version are available on Amazon. Her most exciting accomplishment in 2018 has been the creation of her YouTube channel, Children Become EQ Smart with CJ. Her fun and engaging characters teach Daniel Goleman's seven attributes of emotional intelligence and the animated voices of CJ. So, Carolyn, uh, Karen, please join us and welcome. Oh, thank you. It's wonderful to be on the show again, and it's good to hear your voice again. Likewise, uh, you know, I love your bio because it's really addressing so many parents that are having uh, possibly some challenges with the emotional upbringing of their child. And so I am excited about 2019 and making that your biggest year because with 2017 being a year where you had those accolades in 2018 with your YouTube channel, I mean, what is up for 2019? We're right around the corner. What's up for 2019 is um, getting out there and really sharing my program and being able to reach as many children and parents as possible and uh, sharing with them the importance of uh, developing these skills uh, at the, between the ages of two and six because that's when the emotional brain is growing the fastest. I know we focus on reading and writing, but actually uh, the emotional brain is the one that's active at that time 
and it's what uh, and it slows way down after that. And so we need to teach these skills. And it's it's just like teaching reading and writing. That it's the same kind of basic skills that we need to teach. Only we have not realized that, and that's what 2019 is about: is getting that awareness out. Well, that's that's awesome. You know, my my son is five and a half. I have six more months to hit this window, and hopefully, been doing it right <laughs> since age two. So, I want to actually address that, and then we're going to go backwards and start. You know, at, at where the segment would normally be, which is tell us about you and your upbringing and what caused all this. But I want to focus first of all on exactly what you're doing in 2019 and how that relates to people that do have children that are two to six and what they can actually implement. So, first and foremost, what um, what is kind of the ramifications if you're not addressing the emotional intelligence of your child during that window? Um, well, first of all, you went back to your son. If I may go back to that, to the five and a half, to six, and, and what you're doing, you know, you hope you're doing it right. You know, it's not, this is not about parenting so much. This is really about skill development. And you can be the greatest parents, okay, and yet your children may be missing some of these skills, these emotional intelligence skills, by the very fact that it has to be taught. Okay, Mm -hmm. it's a training, actually. And if it starts very young, it becomes just something they do. And and we're teaching, you know, children uh, this age uh, what empathy is and and how to have kind voices and how to build your own self-confidence. We're also teaching them how to delay gratification by being, you know, a wonderful helper and by being Mm -hmm. in service. And we're also teaching them how to manage their emotions. And there are such easy ways to teach them how to calm down and how to, you know, get their breath and how to rethink what they're going to say. Believe it or not, you can, you can start doing this at age two, two and a half, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, then we also have to teach them how to say, I'm sorry, okay? And, uh, and, and not only to say, I'm sorry, but how to do it differently, Mm-hmm. What would they have done differently? And then we also need to teach them how to be relatable and how to build, how to be a great buddy. Because when we have good friends and when we can share our thinking and our feelings, that's how we sustain hope and that's how we meet our challenges. And that leads me to the last one, which is how do we meet, how do we meet our challenges? And you know, we have, to, we have to look at what we have in life and be grateful for what we have in life and look at that because that's what takes us to the next step. That's what allows us to move forward. Well, and, addressing your comment, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, please. Addressing your comment about you could be the greatest parents, I have to mm-hmm. say in hearing what you just said that it would almost seem like that is parenting, uh, teaching the emotion, teaching the, the ways of showing that you care and that you, uh, when you make a mistake, that you truly are sincerely apologetic and uh, are empathetic. So to, when, they're, when they're two years old, what would it be like for a parent who is doing, as you said, outstanding parenting, but to add in that component? Well, it's development of language. Okay, yes, that's, when they, that's when children are developing the language, okay? So if you start by teaching them um, kind voices, how to have kind voices, how to say their affirmations, I am lovable, I am kind, I am good, 
okay? Um, you can teach them to say, you know, to be a great helper and say, you know, I help, okay? Just that simple. You know, and and building confidence, that's the one. That, um, I teach the children to say, can I have a happy thought, please? Okay, and happy thoughts help us to stay positive, and it helps us to build confidence. So when we're teaching language and we're teaching children to speak, we can teach them what a happy thought is and how they can use it when they're sad or when they're upset. It's that that simple, and and if you can start at that young age, it really becomes part of who they are. And I and and what I want most for children is how to teach as how that they can be emotionally safe themselves when their parents aren't around. How they can keep themselves emotionally safe, because that's the key to success in life. What at the manifest event, I heard someone talk about how they. I wouldn't call it that they were addressing emotional intelligence, but it certainly relates to it based on what you just shared, is that they have their children do the mantras verbally every morning about that they're going to they're gonna be powerful, they're going to be kind, they're, they're going to make a difference, uh, you know, with confidence uh, mantras. So did you want to uh, share a couple that you teach? And even maybe uh, the fact that it's, it's on your YouTube channels, I'm guessing, so uh, we can put links to that later after the show. Mm-hmm. Um. The mantras are, you know, it, it's about teaching a way of relating and about using language. It's about teaching children how to use their language in relating to others and in helping themselves. So we can say our mantras and we can say them over and over again, but how are we going to use them? When are we going to use them? How are we going to use them when we need them? It's mm. not just waking up in the morning and saying those mantras. It's about learning how to use them at times when we need them. Like, so, for instance, for instance, like if I, it takes six seconds. Actually, the brain research now is telling us it takes six seconds for the brain to shift from a sad thought to a positive thought, or to come into neutral. Six seconds. So. If we can teach children to just say an affirmation, I am love when they're sad or when they're crying, or that's the time that's the time they need to learn how to use it. Is when they're frustrated or disappointed, or or they're feeling somebody is not listening to them. Then just get quiet and say, I am lovable. I am lovable. I am lovable. Okay, and say it for six seconds. You will see it quiets you down, and you can move forward in a different way. And and you would do this with your child? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so so they're feeling um, overwhelmed, or they're not in a happy moment, mm-hmm. or they're grouchy or tired, and you're saying that mm-hmm. this is this is a good time to do this. Absolutely, that's well, when you is... do it because then they can do it themselves when you're not around. Awesome. And then they can tell you how they're feeling afterwards. How were you feeling before? How are you feeling afterwards? All of this is about communication and qualitative communication between you and your children. And my characters, okay, help that, okay, because char- children love characters and they're wonderful mentors for char- characters. And so I created CJ as uh, a mentor. And I teach children the seven voices of CJ. And... Once they learn their seven voices, then when you send them out in the world, 
then you can say to them, don't forget to be a CJ today. And they know what that means. <laughs> because your seven voices of CJ is hanging on your refrigerator. And your children can go look at it and remind themselves what to do. And when they come home, you can say, how were you a CJ today? How were you a creator of joy? They all love being creators of joy. They all love being CJs. And pray tell, since some people would like to put this in the refrigerator now, before 2019 hits, <laughs> what are the seven attributes? Well, the seven are having kind voices, happy thoughts, um, being a great helper, um, saying I'm sorry, um, saying your affirmations, um, being a great buddy, and being grateful. That's awesome. So those are the seven. Those are the seven voices, and when and children learn those seven, they learn them very quickly. They learn them a lot faster than we do. Okay, they I bet pick they do. this up very quickly. Yes, and of course, the emotional brain is just bringing. You know, it's growing the fastest this time. This is when it needs the development, and it's absorbing these skills, and it's taking them in, and therefore they'll be able to use them. And it'll be just what they do, not something we have to think about or what they have to think about. When they're in a, in a position where they need them, they're going to have those skills. Well, because uh, I want people to be able to connect with you to actually get this information, how can people follow you, connect with you, and uh, get, this, get the information as well as the products? Um, they can go to my website. You can connect with me on my website, eqforchildren.com. All my information is there. My characters are there. My YouTube channel is there. Everything's there. I have an EQ store. And, of course, whoever wants to speak to me, I'm happy to speak with them. Super. And you have a Facebook uh, connection as well? I do. Go ahead and share that. EQ for Children. EQ for Children. Okay, so for Mm -hmm. the... People that are listening, which uh, may be a larger component of the world that don't have a child that's under six and, you know, mm-hmm. two to six, and they're, they're crying and they're, they're grabbing Kleenex box after box and they're like, I didn't <laughs> do this well enough. Is there any way to salvage them or do they throw their children away and start again? No, of course not. No, I mean, I didn't learn this till I was uh, 50 years old. Okay, so it just takes longer, okay, and it's a little bit harder to implement, okay? Of course not. In children, even six to eight, I mean, all, all, all children, all adults can learn this, can learn, the, you know, CJ7 voices and use them. I use them every day, okay? So, uh, this, this is, this is I, I, I've come through some really major things in my life just using my seven voices, my seven attributes of emotional intelligence. It has changed my life. It has given me a whole new life. So children and or I adults... I learned them at 50. <laughs> well, I heard that. And so children that are over six and adults that are even up mm-hmm. to our ages, um, they, they just listen to it more often and they listen to it at a faster speed and, and backwards and things like that so they get the subconscious benefits. Of course, you know, of course, children, and, and, and the, the brains are growing, you know, f- until, the, until we're, you know, 25. So um, it, it's, it's, we need to, you know, uh, 
get the information out. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that this needs to be become part of a parent of, of of raising your children. Right. That's the it's important one of, it's one part. It's one of the intelligence. Yeah, it's one of the intelligence. Well, because we want to raise a new generation of children, because we want a new world. We mm-hmm. want a more loving, a more honest, a more genuine world. And this is how we're going to get it. I totally agree with you. And um, that that focus is dealing with an intelligence that sometimes is neglected or sometimes not really understood how important it is. So I agree with you. And for a group like Metallica, who has songs like The Unforgiven, they they can even learn at this time when it is in their late 40s or 50s how to integrate the emotional intelligence, correct? Oh, absolutely. It's 80% the reason we're successful in life. And I validate that. that. I can validate that. I mean, my own life validates that. Yeah, so why don't don't you share a story about how this training for adults has even changed your life? Okay. Um, Well... Uh, let me go back to where, how this all began, really. Um, I was bullied as a child, both at home and at school, and I picked up those negative voices. We are the voices we hear, by the way, and only one voice can change your life. Unless you know there are other voices, unless you right. know there are other ways of in other words, it, I, I grew up feeling I was fat, ugly, and stupid. And those unconscious belief systems ran my life. Horrible. And those are the voices I took in as a child because I didn't hear any other voices. I didn't hear the, I am lovable, I am good, I am, you know, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear kind voices coming my way. And so I took in those voices, and I, my life, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm getting a master's in, in learning disabilities. I, I um, had a real connection to people with disabilities from a very young age, and um, I'm getting a master's in learning disabilities, and my life falls apart. And here's what, what I want. What I way? wanted to, in what way? Mm-hmm. Um, well, in a way that my, uh, my marriage fell apart, um, I, I was devastated and I wanted to know if I'm so smart, okay, which I learned through my master's degree, if I'm so smart, why aren't I happy? Mm-hmm. And it became a mission of mine to find out why this happened to me, why I couldn't make my life work. Because you can be smart and you can have, you know, you know, a wonderful job, and, and this is happening. People know this. And yet you do not have feelings of happiness or goodness or, or genuine feelings about yourself, you know. And, and that changes the whole way your life moves and the choices you make in life. It doesn't matter how smart you are. It's that emotional underlying piece that really directs your life. And this piece was directing my life. And I didn't like the way my life was going. Well, that's quite a gap you're speaking of, actually, because if you think about it, if zero is that you are possibly the word is apathetic or that you're indecisive, 
that your voice would be neither positive nor negative. But if you think about it, your emotional intelligence is bringing you closer to a, let's call it a plus 10 um, positive, confident experience, lovable experience. And the negative bullying, you're nothing, is a negative 10. That, that's a massive gap. And so mm-hmm. anything, you in, anything you enter in life would actually um, be a failure. It would be a failure because your emotional intelligence is actually sabotaging the fact that you deserve it and the fact that you can be happy with it. So I, I, that is really powerful what you just shared. Happened to me every single time. Mm. I would get just so far, and I'd sabotage it. Yep. So and this so, is this is very valuable. And I and I and I realized that it happened in my childhood. That's right. what I found out. That's in. Well, I I spent you know almost ten years just in workshops, constantly in workshops, therapy, reading self help books, and I really understood why this had happened to me. And I didn't want children. I love children. I love working with them. I did not want other children to feel the way I felt. So, actually, Karen, can I restate this so that people in the audience hear my interpretation and and possibly just... Yeah, sure. Okay, so if you're not teaching your kids from age two to six about emotional intelligence, confidence that they are lovable, what you have is a future problem for your child feeling unworthy and sabotaging any gifts of success, any gifts of love, and any gifts of um, power because they don't think they deserve it. Is that a good way of putting it? Yes, it's not quite that black and white, but yes, okay? Because all they have to do is go to school and be bullied. Right. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have braces, or maybe they, you know, they don't walk right, or maybe, you know, they have, gla- you know, glasses, or maybe, you know, who knows why people bully other, you know, why children bully other children. They usually, bull- bullies usually do that because they're feeling insignificant themselves. Exactly. Okay, and this makes them feel powerful. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, it's and, they, and they look somebody for else. And they look okay, for Okay, yes. And as soon as that bullying begins, and if that, child, okay, no matter what age, if that adult or that child does not have the internal emotional skills to deal with it, it will affect their lives. Agreed. Well, I want to make sure we bring in um, Albert Corey because he uh, is our cameo guest and he was just at an event Cervex. So I want to have you restate your uh, how people can connect with you on the website and then we're going to bring you back at the end of the hour for some rapid okay. fire questions. And really powerful, very powerful segment. So thank you. So share your, how do people can connect with you? Oh, they can connect with me on my website, uh, eqforchildren.com. Super. All right. Albert Corey, are you there? Sir. How are you, Albert? Happy holidays. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. We're in Miami. So it's kind of like cold today at 68, but it's okay. We'll live with it. You're going you're gonna to be able to live with it? Okay. I appreciate that because yes. there's some people that would say, 68, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go farther to the equator and be warmer. So thank you for hanging in there at 68. Thank you. Thank you. So you were, you were at uh, Cervex. So first of all, why don't you share with the audience your experience at Cervex? Uh, okay. Manny did an awesome event. Um, I got to – the speakers were amazing. 
Um, and people just got to go out to these kind of events, whether they're local or you get on a plane. I went from Miami to San Diego to go. Um, we, I do I accounting mean, and small business coaching in Miami, and I go out to meet awesome new people because sometimes you just got to get on the plane, and that's how I met you two years ago. You know, I got right. out of Miami, and I went and met other amazing people. You know, I wanna, you just got to get up. You've got to get out of the local area, or you just got to get out of your office, your business, and start meeting people. Well, first of all, I want to applaud you, because to get out of the climate change of Miami and go all the way to the harsh climate of San Diego, I mean, that's a testament in itself. That, by so, the way, it was cold there. You know, it was like, <laughs> it was like it was. the first day, it got colder than here, but it's okay. <laughs> You're right. Well, I actually, uh, t- to be serious, you left your sure. local environment to have a national conversation with national thinkers, and... Yeah. I have seen you do this multiple times, and I know that's really made a difference in your business and really a business in your personal growth. So congratulations on that. Thank you. I wanted to uh, you. address that you have a book coming out, um, and you can share about what the book's about and when it's going to be coming out so we can look for it, and then I have a couple other questions for you. Let's go ahead. Sure. Um, it's perception. Uh, when you think and act like Wall Street, um, you're going to 10x your business. This is the same system that I used to start my accounting firm. In 1985, um, I had like five people. Um, and since as of last year, um, we did over like 70,000 returns. This year we did 5,400 accounting returns all over the country now. Um, and we all have one office. So I pretty much went out and I learned the ninja tricks and tips to go out and, and build a business. I mean, it's not hard to build your business, but you got to think and act like you're Wall Street. Um, five, you know, you got to think and act like you're on Wall Street so that people, um, you know, your clients and the new people, I mean, you got to have the next edge. And when you think and act like you're a, a Wall Street firm, you're going to have the edge because 90% of small businesses, and I see them in my accounting office every day. You know, lawyer, I mean, um, even lawyers, realtors, MLMers, um, painters, they don't think like, you know, Wall Street, they don't think and act by the little ninja tricks. And then they say, well, how come your businesses aren't growing? Well, this is the same system that I use to build my accounting offices to be almost be like a nationwide firm from one office in, in the Miami area. Well, why don't you share one thing you shared on stage because you were one of the speakers at Cervex and uh, one ninja trick. Okay. Um, one thing I said on stage is pretty much is you really got to go out um, and start serving people and helping people. You know, every day um, I'm on Facebook and on the you know Facebook pages of the official ambassador groups. Um, it's kind of like a ninja trick, and it's a way to build your business and meet other people. Where um, I went and obviously I joined groups, but I joined some of the biggest groups on Facebook. Okay, and um, and this is how you can get out real easy. And you start serving, you start explaining, you start teaching people. You know, you're not afraid to go sit there and talk to somebody for 35, 40 minutes, and you don't get a dime. But actually, you are going to make money because um, when you say that, because nobody's doing that, and you know, pretty soon because you help this one person, um, and since a lot, a whole lot of people aren't doing this. Next thing you know, I mean, I could tell you the story that how because I helped somebody, 
Um, they went and told somebody in Pembroke Pines, Florida. I mean, that's about 15, 20 minute drive from my office that I helped them. And, and that's how I connected with this one guy. And I actually made, um, about $2,000 from him when I finished. Why? Because I helped somebody. Um, and then they went and said, Hey, Albert's the only guy who answered all my questions and I didn't charge them or anything. Um, with their tax questions, and then they told somebody, oh, go to court. And the next thing you know, I made a connection from somebody I didn't even know. That's awesome. Well, I know Andre Adams Miller met you at some of these events and has helped you uh, be supported. Why don't you share what a difference it makes to have a publicist and someone helping you get a book done? Well, here's what happens when you have a publicist. They're going to help. Like, what really um, Andrew really did for me um, like she's up in Ohio somewhere and I'm in Miami. So what the publicist does is they connect you with people that you might not know. Remember, I'm in Miami. She's in Ohio, um, different circles, but she's going to find publicists will find the sort the next circle to get out of, you know, your house, you know, mm-hmm. to get out of the Miami, to go out and connect with somebody, um, in Portland, which is like on the other side of the country, which I wouldn't have connected with. Or sure. even somebody like you, who like in Maryland? I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, how many people are going to Google highly accountant um, in Maryland to find me? Not, but because through um, um, through Andrea and what she does, a publicist, you know, we start I start connecting with people from different parts of the country, and 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 a lot of businesses. If you're doing like the MLM deals, if you're doing um, selling products, photography, or anything that you can pretty much take globally or nationwide, um, the publicity, I can't even say the word right now, will connect (laughs) you uh, or find you you other people to connect. And connection is the way to be successful. And how can people reach out to you? How can can people connect with you, Okay, very easy. Um, By the way, we're giving some amazing free gifts, Ken, just for you. Um, I have an awesome free gift. If you text Ken... K-E-N to 305-851-7087. You're going to get my 30 small business um, tricks to build your business. Um, 30, it's 30 tricks to build your business. 30 um, tricks to save money in a small business. It will show you how to um, open up a corporation without spending any money. This works in every single state. That's awesome. You know? And it's the easiest way to get a hold of us back here in Miami. <laughs> Well, we're going to put it's a link. Three zero five. Go ahead. Sure. Three zero five eight five one seven zero eight seven or the taxmanapp.com. So, uh, just as a testament, I have seen Albert speak. I've seen his heart, and he is a very caring individual. He's economically friendly. He cares about growing your business and being a partner with you. So, I will tell you on the air testament. I am moving to Albert for 2019. I'm excited to be working with him. I'm excited to travel Thank with you. him and I'm excited to support him. So Albert, you are a phenomenal leader and you are a very caring person that I want to work with and I want can, to help. Can I just say one more thing, Ken? I go, forgot go, to say. Go for it. By the go way, you don't have to live in Miami. Dude, we have this awesome app or you can text or email me all your information. We have clients in 50, we have clients in almost all states. Um, I don't know if we did Alaska this year, but we have clients everywhere, and we have 3,700 Dropbox locations. It's called the UPS stores or um, 
or Office Depot where you can fax and email everything to our secure servers. So you, you can get your tax return done, like in a high-end, perfect, professional level, and you don't have to leave your house. How cool is that when you're middle of, of Wisconsin or some of these cold countries where you don't have to get in your car and drive anywhere? You just fax it to us. Our team will um, take the fax, call you, and you'll, it'll be done just like if you're sitting right next to us. Awesome. Well, thank you, Albert, for being our cameo, and we look forward to bringing you back thank on the show when you have your Perception 10X book out. And we're going to go to break. Thank this you. is Ken Roshan with Big Events USA, and Andre Adams-Miller is vacationing in Cancun, and she has the Red Carpet Connection. And if you need any publicity, she has done great things for Albert. She'll do great things for you. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to the second segment. What a great first segment we had. We are uh, with we're at with Big Events USA as the sponsor and Perfect Publishing and the Keep Smiling Movement. We have Brigitte Herferly, and she is born and raised in Stuttgart, Germany. I happen to have lived there when I was a child and has been an entrepreneur and leader at heart since the age of six. And in 2004, her husband and their baby daughter left Munich and moved to a small town in Tennessee on their own dime without corporate support 
All she has is a business plan, a tiny amount of savings, and a vision to establish a Montessori school. With a toddler and soon-to-be newborn, Brigitta started a successful business, the Montessori School of Cleveland, multiplying the tuition revenue by 10 times within the first five years. Since 2014, she has been building her profile as a public speaker, specializing in the topics of communications, listening, and sales, and in 2017, she has led. She was the lead coach for the largest self-development company in the world, which has trained over one million people and over in more than 100 countries. She is truly the authentic biology master, coach, and business mentor. Brigitta, welcome to Amplified. Hey, thanks, Ken. Thanks for having me. This is amazing. And when I when you say biology, it is spelled B U Y O L O G Y. I should have emphasized that in my pronunciation, but it is so close to the... But you know what? It is actually the study of life because biology, if you think about it from a BUI standpoint, actually allows your biology, your life to be abundant. So that is really cool distinction. Thank Amen. you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Amen I, I wanted, to that. I want to, first of all, just, uh, I guess, share what... Uh, Mr. Albert was stating about get out of your comfort zone, get out of your hometown and go to events. So I... I think we're a really great example in this program of what it means to get out of your comfort zone and connect and connect and connect and connect and connect. What is it, like seven events that we connect that and we got to see the consistency and we are now doing not only a Keep Smiling book together, but we have really enhanced how we support each other for 2019. Yeah, yeah. And and I so agree with Albert and everything he said and, and also what Karen said. But, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, I mean – I literally packed up our bags. My husband and I made a decision December 2003 at Christmas to move to the States to leave our hometown, our home country, with a little, with a little girl. She was almost 18 months at the time. And I said, I have a vision. Let's move to the States and let's build a Montessori school. My husband was a, um, a, a journalist at the time and he could write from anywhere in the world. So he said, yeah, let's do it. Let's see if some doors are opening. And I started you know, doing my research, you know, fast forward 15 years, we're here. Was it easy? Hell no. Was it worth it? Absolutely. Um, and I've learned a lot. We've all learned a lot um, over the years. Where are you currently? I'm in Atlanta currently. So we established the business, which is now 70, over, I want to say 72, don't quote me on it, students. I'm out of the day-to-day operations uh, with 13 staff members, and it has been a blessing in our community and, um, and a, a, really, a really good establishment. And I can so connect to what Karen said. You know, it's, it's making a difference in our children and also what Manny Lopez is doing with, with his events. I, it, I am connected to that so deeply. And because I was bullied in school, I started a Montessori school. And then I found over the years in my own self-development as I was growing the business, as I was building the school, wait a minute children all in itself are naturally innocent. They're going to be okay. It's the teachers, the thought leaders, the parents that screw them up over time. And we don't even mean to, right? But Mm. that's where I went from coaching children and coaching our own staff to really coaching parents and coaching other adults that want to make a difference in children's lives. And don't we all have a child lift within us? Well, you have compounded the amount of questions I want to ask at this point, and we'll never finish them all. So first of all, I want to address what it is to have a partner that believes in you. So 
I know that what you just said at the very end of that comment is related to the key smiling chapter you wrote, but we're going to hold off on that and just talk about what it is to have a partner who believes in you and what it is to have a partner that you actually work in synergy with. Go ahead and share that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. And you know, my husband and Christian and I were, we're one and yet we're individuals in being one. And I know that sounds like a crazy combination, but if it weren't for him, if he would have not allowed me to step in my full power, we wouldn't be where we are today. And if it weren't for him and allowing me to, for him to step in his full power, we wouldn't be where we are today. And because, I mean, we've been married for what, 18 years. He knows the dates much better than I do. He takes care of all of that. Um, but it, it, it's, been a, it's been a fun ride. And because we acknowledge and accept and appreciate both in the strengths that we have and lift each other up um, on the, some of the weaknesses that we have, it's a constant growing. And um, honestly, Ken, when I first, and I've always been really big in self-development, um, as a kid, I got bullied, and at 17, I decided enough with that, and I started reading self-development books. My first book was um, uh, The Seven Habits of uh, Highly Effective People. The second book was actually EQ, which, again, resonates so much with what Karen said earlier. Who and, does EQ? Um, e- e- uh, emotional quotient, emotional intelligence, right? No, but who does that? Who, do, who writes that book? Great book. Um, I forgot the author's name. Um, I'd have to look it up. I can okay, look you, it up later. We, we can put that link later because you, you shared Covey as the first one. So I just want our listeners to know where they can get the book. So Covey was the yeah, first one yeah. and EQ mm-hmm. was the second Stephen one. We'll Covey get the author and to the it. E- yeah, e- uh, maybe my husband can look it up real quick. EQ. Anyway, um, so I was always a big fan of self-development. And when I met him when I was 28, um, he was you know, very knowledgeable in his field being a journalist. We moved to the States and I said, I want to go to this um, to the self-development course, and he was like, no, I'm not going. And I said, look, if you're not going, I'm going to go. I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid. I already know. And I'm going to continue to grow myself and therefore grow my business. And if you're not going, it's going to create a gap between us. I, and, and I've seen it over and over in parents. I've seen it in couples. And I knew that's not what I wanted in, in, in my life. I knew that I... When I decide to be with someone, they be my client, may be my husband, I'm going to make it work, whatever it takes, right? I will go over, under, around, and through whatever it takes I will do. And he went. He went a little bit kicking and screaming, and he, you know, he's in the back <laughs> of the room with his arms crossed and his eyes crossed and his legs crossed and everything crossed. And about, you know, halfway in, he opened up and um, he actually really liked what he learned. And we just went through NLP training and, and, you know, saw of how it's being applied. And that was really cool. So it really helps you being on the same page. And yet there's a balance um, of being on the same page and allowing the other to continue to be the person that he or she is. It's, a, it's an interesting balance to have, and it's a fine line, and it takes constant work. It, you know, there's, there, there are going to be easier times, and there are going to be harder times. Um, well, I, I agree but, with you, and I want to interject that, um, 
you know, it, it's like if you fly a plane and you just say, you know what, I'm going to take a break from flying the plane. The plane's going to eventually hit something or crash. And and uh, and it's so a relationship like what you're talking about is not just really constant work; it's constant communication. And I was having a small epiphany while you were sharing, and I I, I had to interject right now because with my ADD I'll forget it. So here we go, um, <laughs> the, the the Ken Courtright moment. Here we go. So when you have a partner that actually lifts you from let's say you're bullying quotient of four up to a level 10, you become a healthy partner for them. And when you do the same for them, whether they're a six or seven or eight and you uh, rise them to 10 or they're a 10 and you keep them at 10, you then have the synergy of that 10 times 10, which is 100. And if you are both not working together, you are actually working against each other and you're taking those quotients lower. And when you take the quotients lower, your synergistic value could be two times two, which is four, which would be less than if you were just a whole person at 10. So I think that's amazing what you just shared about your partner and how even though he was cross-eyed and cross-legged in every other which way, he wasn't pushing you back. He was just challenging you to be a partner that would support you, but just trying to understand what you're trying to do. Is that a good way of putting it? Yeah, I, I love the way you put it, and I fully agree. EQ, by the way, Daniel Coleman is the author. Amen. Uh, emotional <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> well, so because it's close that loop segment, for me. <laughs> well, because this segment's going so quickly, I, I, I want to make sure one we talk about would may not have been on the agenda to talk about, but secondly, you know, with your Keep Smiling book coming out for the holidays. I, I know that we have run into each other multiple times. And I was so excited when you embraced not only the Keep Smiling movement, uh, movement for the empowerment of women, but for Atlanta and all the other things. What is your story uh, about and why did you choose to do it? You know, um, well, first of all, it was you. And it's what I tell my, my clients all the time. Um, people are not buying your product or your service. They're buying you. And what you stand for, Ken, and you, the consistency that you show up and the consistency that I show up, and that's why we see each other so often on so many occasions, that really resonates with me. The social proof, of course, resonates with me as well. And, and I am a leader that doesn't step on other leaders' shoulders to step even higher. I'm a leader that, you know, holds the hand. Um, either down or up or sideways and pulls in other leaders. I train other leaders. That's what I do in listening and in communications. And, and the Keep Smiling book, my, my sister's always made fun of me. You know, why do I have to be so high maintenance? Why do I have to be so loud? loud? Why do I have to be so out there? Why can I always smile at any occasion? Well, do you want me to cry? So the Keep <laughs> Smiling has resonated with me. On so many levels, at a young age, when I went into customer service, I learned on the phone, a smile resonates in your voice. They cannot see it, but they can hear it. So in anything that I do, you know, I put on a smile, and I think I have a very pretty smile, and um, I think everyone is prettier with a smile. It's a great accessory, and um, there are times where, you know, we, we might not feel like smiling, but... What Karen said earlier, it's you change one modality, you change them all, and you switch from a frowny face to a smiley face. And actually, as we're talking, I have a mirror in front of my phone. <laughs> so I can, I can see my facial features because they do resonate in my voice. Well, I have to cut in and just say that it's not just when you smile that you're 
taking your own level up, but you're also taking the level up of who serves you, who believes in you. So I can see how you smiling, your husband gets inspired, inspired. He, he's that much better of a partner. And I, I have to tell you, I, I've done a lot of cute smiling projects and your project has been one that really just stands out because you have come to it with so much positive energy. And that's why I, I'm awarding you, rewarding you with two other books because I want you to have the furthest reach with what the Keep Smiling Movement's about, which is being a leader and choosing to shift even when things aren't going great and cause things to actually be what they could be because you shifted them. That's You are, you are yeah. the best at And I want to say one more thing. If you have not seen Brigitte on Facebook, which we're going to get her a connection – I knew she was an outstanding person when she would do these whacked out faces. I mean, she has the most <laughs> contorted faces I've ever seen. But someone that actually can do that makes a statement that they are abundant, they are loving, they are comfortable with themselves, their EQ is at the maximum level. Because think about it. If you're willing to be silly, which I love being silly, you're saying to the world, it's not that I don't care about you. It's that I don't care what you think about me because I am actually comfortable with myself and I care about making a difference in the world. It's really amazing what you, <laughs> the way you've <laughs> photobombed and really brought so many. I mean, you have probably built my page by like 10% with those faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I embrace everything that my, my sister's always said um, that's annoying about me. I just embrace <laughs> it because, quite frankly, why should I change? God made me the way I am, and I think I'm pretty cool. <laughs> you are doggone and, and, cool. <laughs> and I also got to say, Ken, and it shows in our children. They're 13 and 16 now, and they've gone through, you know, our schooling um, on and on the Montessori school side, but also in our home, and they're pretty darn good kids. I mean, I just got to say, and I'm biased. Well, as you should be, but since I was able to photograph them and see them with you, I have to say you are parents that are actually addressing all the modalities and all the intelligences that uh, Karen was talking about earlier is that you care about them loving themselves, but you care about them being leaders. So congratulations on that. So we're going to be going to uh, rapid fire pretty soon, but is there anything that you'd like, since you want to address maybe one more thing that was not covered in the segment, then we're going to go to rapid fire. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, you you asked me earlier um, offline, maybe I want to share one quote, and one quote that really got me yesterday, um, we watched Bohemian Rhapsody in the movie, in the movies, and one quote that really got me, and it, it came, it went through my head all night, it was, fortune favors the one, fa- the one person that is bold, strong, and brave, so I want to you know, I want to encourage everyone, be bold, be strong, be brave for 2019, because if you don't go out, someone else will. Amen. And how can people connect with you? Oh, it's real easy. So, Brigitta, just like you say it, B-R-I-G-I-T-T-A, there's one G, two T's, Brigitta, at, and then my last name, Hufalet, just like you sounded out, H-O-E-F-E-R-L-E, that is an F as in Frank, Hufalet. Dot com. So, Brigitte at Hufele.com. If you find me on Facebook, it's really easy. There's, there's literally only one Brigitte Hufele in the entire world. <laughs> That's not hard. Brigitte Hufele, B-R-I-G-I-T-T-A-H-O-E-F-E-R-L-E. And if you, um, you know, get in touch with me either on Facebook, on Messenger, or send me an email, Brigitte at Hufele.com, or visit, visit my website, BrigitteHufele.com. I'd love to chat with you 15 minutes and, and be of value to you, whatever I can do for you. 
Awesome. I'm glad it's very easy to connect with you. And we're going to go to a couple really fast rapid fire since you answered the uh, quote. Karen, what quote do you live by? What quote do I live by? Um, would you rather be happy or would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? Amen. All right, really quick, we have one or two more questions. So we'll go with Brigitte first. Brigitte, what's a book that changed your life? Uh, the Four Agreements by Dan Miguel Ruiz, R-U-I-Z, The Four Agreements. And then he wrote The Fifth Agreement, which is amazing as well. Amen. And Karen? Uh, Victor Frankl's The uh, Man's Meaning of Life. And since it's the holiday season and we're around Christmas, what is a... Uh, tell someone that you love them, Brigitte, first. Uh, you want me to tell someone I love them? Yeah, you can You can name the actual names of your family members, your choice. Oh, well, okay, so here's a big shout-out to my husband, Christian Hufele. I love you, honey, and to my kids, Amelie and Anna. Karen? Um, I'd like to shout-out to my son, who passed five years ago. Um, I love you so much, and I miss you so much. Brigitte, what are you most proud of? Quick answer. Um, being a mom and business owner, juggling chainsaws. Karen? Uh, pursuing my commitment to emotional children no matter what, even at the age awesome. of 72. <clears throat> awesome. Well, this has been a program I've thoroughly enjoyed from the standpoint of the holiday season, being a father of a child that is five and a half and really does need to... Well, my wife needs to hear this as well as my son. But thank you so much for making this program so valuable. And I look forward to serving both of you in 2019. This program has been sponsored by Big Events USA, Perfect Publishing, the Red Carpet Connection, and, of course, the Keep Smiling Movement. If you would like to have your event sponsored by any of those companies, we'd be happy to serve you if you are aligned with the philosophy of this, which is amplifying goodness. We'll see you next week. Happy holidays. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.